Hey guys, welcome back to Fiction Fixation. Each week we get together and we recap a different book or movie. We're your hosts. I'm Courtney. And I'm Rose. This week we'll be talking about a movie on Netflix called Along for the Ride that is based on a book by Sarah Dessen. Courtney, I feel like this movie is a palate cleanser to the debauchery of last week's episode. I regret nothing. (laughs) There is no sex dungeon auditorium. There is not. There's actually no sex at all. There is not. There's no sex. It's all very wholesome. It is. We're back in high school, and Auden is our main character, and she just graduated. She's not really the most popular. She probably doesn't have a whole lot of friends. So she spends a lot of time with her very academically-minded mother and her mother's friends. Kind of the biggest problem that she has is that she's she's kind of a party pooper, and she doesn't want to be a party pooper anymore. She wants to stop pooping yeah. at the party. Jennifer poops at the party. Are you a party pooper? Oh my god, that was a meme once, wasn't it? It was like a it was like a video. I'm trying to remember like that you just unlocked. It's like this German guy and he's just like, Why you call Jennifer a party pooper? Does Jennifer poop at parties? Does she poop at parties? Does everybody know that she poops at parties? <laughs> yeah. But right off the bat, Auden's mom does not pass the vibe check. She doesn't. So her mom seems very kind of self-absorbed and not very understanding Mm -hmm. of Auden's like need to be a kid because Auden is, you know, kind of your typical goody two-shoes and she wants a little more adventure in her life. I feel like Auden has never been allowed to like anything that her mom didn't approve of or like because so Auden's going to go spend the summer with her dad and Colby. It's this little beach town. And she's going to be doing the accounting for her stepmother's business. She tells one of her mom's friends this. Auden's mother says, oh, yeah, bikini, glitter bikinis and breast implants. Auden's mom is very judgmental. Like, she's like a snobby city Mm -hmm. woman. She's very condescending. And, like, Auden essentially is getting an internship over the summer doing accounting for a small business's books. Right. It's like, you know, go head on, boss bitch. I see you. (laughs) Yeah. And so, you know, and this is probably the most time Auden has spent with her dad since um, her parents divorced. Right. So her dad is remarried and he has this young, hot uh, new wife who just had a baby. Mm -hmm. And can I just say the stepmom, her name is Heidi, right? Yeah. Heidi is so... She's so sweet. Like, she's kind of like the dream stepmom. Mm. Like, she's very supportive and loving towards Auden. Like, Heidi passes all the vibe checks. The baby is supposed to be a newborn, but Courtney, that baby looks like it's three years old. It's so fucking big. That is, like, the biggest newborn I've ever seen. The baby looks like it's, like, three months old. No, that's a huge baby for three months. Like, a three-month-old is tiny. That baby is huge. I mean, I don't know, maybe Heidi's just tiny, so the baby looks huge. Okay, we're going to, this is an unimportant argument, but I somehow feel like I need (laughs) to win it. (laughs) (laughs) Like, we're just going to spend the rest of the podcast arguing. Anyways, Heidi has one big-ass baby. Thank you. (laughs) Well, 
Heidi passes the vibe check and, you know, mom didn't, stepmom did. Um, dad also doesn't because when Auden goes down to his office, be like, hey, dad, I'm here. He's like, oh, yeah. He's just like, are you hungry? There's this place on the pier that has great onion rings. And she's like, oh, yeah. She thinks she's going to go out to lunch with her dad. He just passes over his card like, get get me a burger. Right. He just spends money on her instead of spending time on her. Mm-hmm. That's... um. Probably somebody else's childhood trauma. My parents don't spend money when they don't have to. No, but like as far as childhood trauma is concerned, I mean, yeah, neglect is trauma. But like neglect in the form of curly fries, like, I don't know. I could take some of that. I mean, like, I guess that's better than neglect in the form of like nothing at all to eat. Right. Like starving your kids to death. Um, you could tell that, anyways. You could just tell that Auden, like, she thinks her life is miserable. I feel like, uh huh, or that she needs to be somebody else. I that's what that's what I think it is. I think she feels the need to be somebody else. She's always been this perfect student, the perfect daughter, and Auden's like, what if I wasn't the shy little weirdo with the good grades this summer? What if I did something crazy, like? We are flip-flops. With socks. (laughs) Yeah. And Heidi, the stepmother, is super supportive. She's like, go out, have fun, be young, wild, and free. And she, like, sends her to, like, the spot where all of, like, the high school kids hang out. I was like, here, go here. It's called The Tip, which is, I think, hilarious. It's a little, yeah, The Tip. It's, like, a little on the nose. It's probably where kids go to lose their virginity. But I didn't just... What she does is she goes to this beach party with all these local small town kids. Mm-hmm. She makes a beeline for the biggest douchebag and just starts flirting with him and ends up making out with him. And you can tell she is absolutely not into it, especially because he keeps going, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, listen, my <laughs> dude, unless you're telling me what a bad girl I am, I don't need you to make any noise at all. And it's OK. So this is my thing, right? You can't just go to the small town around all these young people you don't know and just randomly make out with a guy before you, like, know what the dynamics of the friend group are, you know? Yeah. Um, and it turns out that the douche that she decided to make out with turns out to be the recent ex of one of the girls that works in her stepmother's shop. Right. So... You know, obviously Auden doesn't know this, but she makes out with this guy in front of everyone. And then when her stepmom brings her to the shop where she's going to have this summer internship, Auden meets these girls and they're like, oh, we know you. We saw you, you know, making out with Maggie's ex. And Maggie is kind of really the coolest of the girls. And now she doesn't like Auden. Yeah. And see, it's clear that she doesn't like Auden, but she's also not overtly cruel to her she's very just indifferent towards Auden yeah it's true and I mean like so these three girls you could tell that these three girls are good friends and then Auden is kind of on the sidelines kind of witnessing their friendship yeah she's in there doing the books one night and she just hears music start blaring and she goes out to check it out and they're all just like twerking and dancing 
in the boutique for like a whole minute and then the music just shuts off and they go right back to working. Did you notice though the way this movie is edited? It's so wholesome that when the girls were dancing, you could tell one of the actresses was like really twerking and they made she a was. point like they made a point to like shoot her from the waist up like they did not want to show her ass flapping around. Oh, cuz she was flapping that ass all up and down. She really was. I'm like, hey, don't be scared. You know what I mean? It's okay. She could have started a car with that friction. <laughs> I don't know anything about cars, so I'm not sure that's true. I but know. um, anyways, so yeah, the two other girls are actually pretty nice to Auden. She, Auden's like, what the fuck is this? And they tell her it's the dance break. And they're like, we all take turns DJing. You should join. Yeah, it's kind of awkward energy because Maggie is like, eh, eh. she just kind of walks off. You could tell I me mean, she doesn't she doesn't like Auden. So and to be fair, like she tells Auden, like you were making out with my ex and Auden never like apologizes or explains herself. Well, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, does Auden really have anything to apologize for? She doesn't know Maggie. She didn't know Maggie. She didn't know Jake. And. She, you know, it was her ex. So it's not like she kissed her boyfriend. She kissed her ex-boyfriend. Let's normalize being mad at the dude when he's the one doing shitty stuff instead of another girl when she didn't do anything wrong. No, true. Keep in mind that Auden chose to go visit her dad for the summer and work at her stepmom's shop because she wants to be a new person and experience new things. And yet you see her kind of instantly fall into a rut where she just does the same thing every single day as she goes to work. And the most exciting thing she does is she like goes to a boardwalk at night to read a book. And I'm like, first of all, girl, that is not good for your eyes. Like I That is know. how you get murdered. It's not good for your eyeballs to read at night. Like, you shouldn't do it. Do you want bifocals? This is how you get bifocals. <laughs> exactly. There you go. Yeah, so every single night, Auden takes this book. You can tell that it's a book her mom probably told her to read. Yeah, it's a very, like, academic-y literature type of book. Like, not the type of book that an 18-year-old should be reading. Like, an 18-year-old should be reading some, like, smut, you know? An 18-year-old should be reading Neon Gods, not <laughs> whatever the fuck this was. Yeah. Every night she goes, and for a few nights in a row, there's this um, cute guy on a bike. And this guy, uh, I want to describe him for you. Um, and the only way I can describe him is very Heath Ledger-esque vibes. Oh, my God. Yes, he does have the Heath Ledger vibes. He has, like, this full head of curly hair, and it's kind of on the longer end, mm -hmm. like, to where he could put it up in, like, a little ponytail. A bun. Very fresh-faced and cute. When we say that this guy is riding his bike on the boardwalk, we don't mean, like, a leisurely bike ride. He's, like, a BMX rider. Like, he's, like, doing tricks. He comes to the boardwalk every night, and just, he doesn't get too close to um, Auden. It's kind of like a stray dog that gets a little bit closer to you every night that right. it sees you right. until it finally lets you pet it. The first time he comes all the way up to her to say something, he just spills her coffee. He just like kicks it over by accident. Yeah, he startles her. She spills her coffee. And then he just takes that as an opening to like shoot his shot. Uh-huh. And he's like, let me make it up to you. I would have been like, you know what? I'm good. It's fine. It's not a big deal. I literally spilled like half a teaspoon of coffee on the cement. Like, it's fine. We're good. And she's like, uh-huh. 
I wanted that teaspoon. It was going to be my favorite teaspoon. <laughs> She's going to get a straw and just like slurp it up like. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be so salty. Seagull poop. Anyways. And so he takes her to the laundromat. Yeah. This is like where it gets a little weird. It gets a little I weird know. here. Just for a minute. I guess the place he's taking her, you have to go in through the laundromat, which already like red flag. Laundromats are not safe places for me. I feel like there are weird people in laundromats. Yeah, I because laundromats are normally 24-7. There's normally no attendant. Right. They're, you know. I have had like really weird, scary experiences when I was younger in laundromats. Just like shady characters in there. So I don't get the best vibes yeah. from them. <laughs> I ran away once. Um and I went, you know, in our neighborhood in Norfolk, you know, those apartments um, that were down the street from your house. Um, I ran away there mm-hmm. when I had a um, when I was a kid once and um, I went to the laundromat and there was feral cats. You tried to pet them, didn't you? Yes. <laughs> um, there is this one really cute kitten and I tried to pick it up and it clawed the shit out of me. And then I had to go home like 20 minutes after I ran away and tell my mom that I got clawed by a stray cat and then I had to go to the hospital. And your mom like didn't even realize that you ran away probably. She did not know. <laughs> She's like, oh, you left? Auden is in this laundromat with this guy who, by the way, his name is Eli, which is a cute name. And you know what? I like the name Auden too. Also, he doesn't tell her that his name is Eli until after this whole, like, first date encounter thing happens. Right. This whole time, she doesn't know what his name is, which is, like, this is what is weird about it to me, right? She doesn't know this guy. He takes her into a laundromat. And first of all, he knows her name. He says, oh, you're Auden. And she's like, how do you know my name? Bitch, everybody knows you. Well, he says, I know your stepmom. And doesn't this give you, like man who's about to kidnap a girl vibes when he's like oh i know your stepmom like come with me to make it up to you i have candy it's right here in the laundromat yeah well especially because the very next thing he does is he opens like a secret trap closet door in the laundromat in a laundromat and then invites her into like the closet And he opens it up, and it's a dark room, and it's full of, like, plastic bags. Like, I don't know, maybe dry cleaning or something. And he leads her through there to another room. First of all, I am sure as fuck not stepping into a dark room. First of all, I'm not stepping into a laundromat with a strange man, let alone into a dark Mm -hmm. room that's in a laundromat. That's, like, doubled red flag. That's, like, red flag squared. Yeah, listen, Auden, honey, I know that you're super, like, academically smart. Um, However, common sense and just kind of, like, human or prey, you know, like, the instincts should really tell you that you should have died, like, five times so far. All right? Right. She could not survive in the streets of Norfolk. (laughs) (laughs) We're bad bitches because we did survive in the streets of Norfolk somehow, Listen, I, miraculously. I, I grew up in Brooklyn, New York, and scarier shit happened to me in Norfolk, Virginia than 
it ever did in Brooklyn, New York. Like, Norfolk, Virginia is a scary fucking place. <laughs> and do you realize that as in that scary-ass motherfucking place, do you realize that we just sort of, like, roamed as children? Yeah. Yeah. Like, we were just kind of free to do whatever we wanted. Yeah. Like, how many times were we the potential victims of kidnapping? Many times, I would say. So, it, okay, he takes her through the dark room into, like, a... Like it's into like a little store and it looks like a cross between like a dispensary, a bakery and like a vintage music store. Yes. So it looks that's what I thought. I I was like, first of all, what is this place? Imagine this room just full of like there's albums on the wall and there's string lights everywhere. Mm-hmm. It feels like a different world, basically. Yeah. But then they also have like a little table, a couple little tables and they have like board games and cards and like childhood nostalgic games but they also serve coffee and pie i know like there's a guy there that's i guess like the bartender or the server and so Auden and eli take a seat and the guy brings them pie and i'm just like wait a minute like i'm sorry is this a restaurant is this a closet like i need to see this place like health inspection rating before i eat here it's a secret but I wonder if it is a secret. Like, does everybody know about it? Or, like, do you have to be invited into the music pie hole? How How is the entrance through the laundromat? I'm just... Does really- he own the laundromat? It was super trippy. Um, especially... Okay, so Eli, while they're eating their pie and getting their coffee, he, um, he grabs a game and he grabs Connect Four. And Auden's like, what is this? Vertical checkers? Yeah, she's never she's never played Connect Four before. And so he starts calling her Vertical Checkers, which is kind of the weirdest pet name I've ever heard in my life. Definitely. Like he <laughs> it's a pretty long nickname. <laughs> it's pretty long. <laughs> like short of that to like, hey checkers or VC something. Right. So he, Eli, knows everything about her. Like, he knows her name. He knows what school she's going to in the fall. And he basically says, like, hey, it's a small town, and your stepmom, like, brags about you to everyone. Which, can I just say, is that not the most wholesome thing ever? Like, the stepmom is so proud of her stepdaughter that she's, She like, is. Heidi thinks that Auden, like, hung the moon and the stars and... Yeah, it's really sweet. It is. Like, Auden really won the lottery when it comes to, like, having a really good stepmom that she gets along with. They're playing Connect Four, and he's telling her what he knows about her. And, you know, she kind of opens up a little bit to him, and she says that, like, Mm -hmm. she's never done kid stuff. And she says, like, trespassing. And I'm like, uh, bestie, trespassing is not kid stuff. It's a misdemeanor. (laughs) Like, what the fuck? I mean, is it, though? Yeah, it is. (laughs) He's like, well, what's stopping you from doing all of the stuff now? She's like, I can't do it now. Like, I'm too old to trespass. At 18. Hey, they're too old for food fights. (laughs) There's no age where you can not trespass. You can trespass at any age. You just probably shouldn't. (laughs) You just probably shouldn't. Yeah, technically. Dude, I'm, like, scared to break the law. So uh, there's a lot of things that, like, I knew were against the law, but I'm also, like, but those are, like, little laws, you know? 
I'm not breaking a big law. I don't think I think a law is a law. I don't think you can be like your okay, honor. So, that was a little law. <laughs> do you jaywalk? Have you ever jaywalked? Yes, I have. Okay, so that's against the law. It's just a little law. <laughs> it's just a little law. <laughs> anyway, so Eli's like, let's make it a quest to do all of the things that you never did. Right. He's like, she's like, no, like that's ridiculous, Eli. Like, oh my God, shut up. He he actually mentions, like, you know, obviously trespassing because she has a kink for it. Seems like she really wants to trespass. He's like, I got you, girl. We're going to trespass. He mentions riding a bike and she kind of gets very defensive and she's like, I know how to ride a bike. And he's like, okay, so we could ride bikes. She's like, I don't have to ride one because I already know how. And she gets very weird about it. She does. It makes you kind of wonder, like, girl, what are you trying to hide? You know? It's a bike, not a penis, Auden. Just ride it. Yeah. Okay, so Auden is crushing on Eli. Here's the thing, right? Like, I feel like Auden wants adventure, but she's, like, too lazy to do it because it takes Mm -hmm. her a long time. Like, at this point, she's... Mm -hmm. Spend several, I don't know, probably several days, maybe another week or two hanging out with Eli. And they don't do anything out of the ordinary, anything exciting, Mm -hmm. which I thought was the whole point of her, like, going to a new place for the summer. Mm -hmm. Uh, She's just kind of doing everything she's always done, you know? Yeah, she's still same old, same old. Yeah, but he takes her putt-putt golfing and... Um, he, you know, she's like, is this your way of trying to like baby step me into doing the quest? And he's like, absolutely it is. It starts with mini golf and then we do breaking and entering an armed robbery. <laughs> like that's, putt putt is a gateway activity. Then we go and we go after the politicians get in the car. <laughs> Any, but she is putt-putt golfing with Eli and, you know, he was like, have you ever been, you know, um, skydiving? And she's like, absolutely not. And he's like, what about prom? And she's like, no. How do you go from like skydiving to prom? Like how is prom? A- I, no idea. <laughs> but he's like, what? He's like, are you one of those people that was too cool for prom? And she's like, no, I actually got stood up. I don't know. I think low-key she thought she was too cool for prom. She didn't go to prom, but she says she regrets it only because she didn't get to wear this dress that she bought for prom. So that's the only thing she regrets about it. That's how I feel this year. I didn't get to go to prom this year, and I didn't get to wear my dress. You didn't didn't get to go to your 10th annual prom? Shut up, Courtney. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. You go to prom every year. (laughs) I do. I always get a redo. Yeah, every year. So Eli opens up to Auden and he kind of, not really, okay, I'll take it back. He doesn't open up to her. He's Mm -mm. very mysterious, but he kind of says like, you know what? All I ever did was goof around and, you know, Mm. now I wish I had a do-over. And it's like kind of the shadow flickers past his eye and I'm just like, oh my God, somebody died tragically, didn't they? Like I got so excited, you know? Oh my God! Does he have trauma? Can does I fix he, him? Does he have trauma and curly hair that can be put up into a bun? Because that's my favorite combination. Oh my God! <laughs> yes. No. 
Give me, I give am... me, give me, give me, <laughs> give me more. <laughs> Do I see the red flags? Yes. I'm going to close my eyes. You don't see any red flags, so. Auden has been, you know, working at the boutique and slowly Maggie, who's the girl whose ex-boyfriend Auden made out with that first night, Maggie starts like warming up to Auden, which I honestly feel like, I don't know, like she's too much of the big person Maggie is. Like Maggie was just like, hey, like, I'm sorry I was weird. I forgive you. It wasn't your fault. Yeah. Well, she starts warming up to Auden because Auden's mom just shows up out of the blue one day and is just like, oh, I'll wait outside for you. Like her mom made it sound like she couldn't be in that boutique one second longer. Right. Because it like was making her skin curl. Yeah. So I guess, you know, Maggie saw that Auden's mom is not nice and she was like, okay, that's her karma. I can be nice to her now. Yeah. And so after Auden has lunch with her mom, you know, which did not go well. Her and her mom kind of left things pretty rocky. Because um, to be fair, her mom is being super fucking condescending. Yeah, she's just basically like, what are you doing here in this small, like, piece of shit town? Yeah, she's like, your, you know, your classmates at DeVries, the college Auden's going to, she's like, they're not spending their summer getting tan, oh, doing keg stands and hawking thongs. <laughs> Talking thongs is what she calls working at a boutique. Like, ma'am, settle down. Yeah. So Maggie, as Maggie's getting closer to Auden, Maggie reveals kind of Eli's, you know, sad backstory, which is that Eli's best friend, Abe, who was also a BMX writer, died tragically, um, I guess, like a year before at some point. She watches some of um, Abe and... Eli's videos and the next day at work the girls are like we need to talk we have like we have a grievance we need to discuss with you Auden and she's like oh shit like what happened did I kiss somebody else's ex like what the fuck did I hoe around too close to the sun yeah (laughs) did I hoe too close to the sun um one of the girls is like Auden you sneak out of here every day to go hang out with Eli And you don't give us any details. No deets. We're like, we're asking for the bare minimum. Like, what the fuck? You know, to be fair, her and Eli's relationship is really fucking boring. They don't do anything interesting. Like, he does take her trespassing, like, once. Yeah. And it's kind of like... They haven't even kissed. Right. And But they're trespassing, you know? I think one of, like, the closest they ever got was when he took her, like, and they're like they're like in a TJ Maxx, and he's like running her through the store in the shopping cart, and they get like chased out into the parking lot by security. She get they get chased out in the parking lot, and he's like running through the parking lot, and she's riding in the cart, and they're having the time of their life. Mm-hmm. And then she falls out of the cart, like the cart crashes and they fall, and Eli flips out a little bit. He's like, "Oh my god, Auden, Auden, are you okay?" Yeah. Anyways, that was the most dangerous thing they did together. And that that's not even against the law, like riding a shopping cart, you know, through TJ Maxx. Like, that's not against the law. Yeah. But it was more exciting than trespassing. Ooh, you guys are a bad girl. You're a bad, bad girl. <laughs> but 
the girls are telling her that they need to witness her and Eli together. They need to witness Auden and Eli together so they can give her tips and tell her, you know, like if he's into her or not. And the thing about Eli is that ever since his best friend Abe died, Eli mm-hmm. doesn't participate in BMX sports anymore. He just kind of rides his bike a little bit, but he doesn't participate in the sport. And also, he doesn't really go to big gatherings either. Like, he doesn't go to parties. He doesn't no. go anywhere where there's alcohol. Like, he's very traumatized from, like, the drunk driver experience. Mm-hmm. Essentially, all he does is is he works in the bike shop because he like helps restore and fix bikes he goes to work he rides his bike on the pier stalks girls who are reading i guess maybe just the one leads them into a dark room in the (laughs) yeah (laughs) and hangs out with auden that's literally all he does can i say like this was disappointing to me in this story is the fact that like everything auden finds out about Eli, she finds out from Maggie, not from Eli himself. So it's like he I, yeah. never really opens up to her. And the thing is, girl, listen, I'm going to give you some tips and tricks right now to get a man or a boy to fall in love with you. You got to get him to open up. Like you got to get him to tell you his deep, dark sads, you know? Yeah. No, if if he can't tell you his deep, dark secrets, like... He ain't the one. Because, and you know? You, but you know what it is, too? It's the fact that Auden doesn't ask follow-up questions. Like, she never asks follow-up questions. So when Eli kind of alludes to, like, oh, I wish I could have a do-over, she just kind of lets that go. Girl, I would have been on that, like, white on rice. I would have been like, what do you mean? What specific event do you want to redo? Like, tell me what happened. What do you want to do over? Yeah, like, she just takes out a notepad. Tell me. I am mm-hmm. incapable of not asking follow-up questions. When I tell you that in every situation I've been in, I get the full T because I ask every follow-up question. Yeah. There doesn't seem to be social media because I don't ever see Auden, like, on her phone. Yeah. Or, like, she doesn't seem to communicate with Eli by phone or anything like right. that. She doesn't communicate with anybody other than her mom by phone. Yeah, this seems to be like an alternate universe where it's like present day, but also uh-huh. none of the kids use their phones to communicate. Well, she goes to invite Eli to the party. They, first of all, they call it a hot dog party. Yeah, that's weird. I would have I would have follow up questions. <laughs> um, And she goes to invite him. She's like, hey, I want to add something to the quest. And he's like, oh, do you? You know, and she's like, HDP. Or H, yeah, HDP. And he was like, no, I don't do parties. They kind of get in a little bit of an argument because she tells him that, you know, she wants to do this. And she's like, why? And he's like, I just, he's like, you should go. You should have a great time. I just, I can't go with you. And she's like, hey, like, I know about Abe. And like, it wasn't your fault. And he's like, do you want to know why I liked you? You didn't say stupid shit like that. He gets very triggered and upset. Well, because also, I don't think you should confront someone on their trauma when they didn't share it with you. Like, he didn't tell her what happened with Abe. Mm-hmm. So she has no right to be like, 
it's not your fault. It's like, bitch, what are you talking about? I never told you anything. He really hurts her feelings when he tells her that she says dumb shit. That's a little red flaggy. Yeah. The fact that he kind of blows up on her and then just like slams the door in her face. He does. The second he is like cornered into being vulnerable, he turns into a toxic beta male. Well, listen, anger is not an emotion, Rose. We've been over this. (laughs) Anger is not an emotion when it comes to men. (laughs) Anger is not an emotion. (laughs) Or that's what they tell themselves because otherwise they would have to admit that they are extremely emotional. I mean, the wars in the world were not started by unemotional, level-headed men, you know? Auden goes to the hot dog party with her friends and she even wears a bikini and this cute little sundress. Eli shows up, everyone just gets dead quiet. And so Auden comes up to him uh-huh. to like break the to break the awkwardness. And she does it in a way that might actually start a fucking fight. Like what she does, I was like, oh girl, I don't know about that. Yeah, well, she knows that Eli just yelled at her for giving him like pity earlier, I guess. Um, and that's immediately what some of the people at the party start doing is like pitying him. So she, like, gets up, and then she, like, smears food on his face, like mac and cheese. Well, she's like, this is the consequence of being late, and she takes a handful of mac and cheese and slaps it on his face. And these are the thoughts that went through my head. First of all, these are kids, so you know their mama made this mac and cheese, all right? Don't waste food. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, don't go around wasting food, sticking your hand in a mac and cheese. And then Eli, he grabs the beans and pours it over Auden's hair. And it's supposed to be this cute moment. And girl, I'm not laughing. Those are beans and mac and cheese. Like, Could you really have poured anything other than beans on me? Yeah. Like, I hate baked beans. Anything. any Pour the hot dog water on me before you pour the baked beans on me. <laughs> what if he just threw, like, they just had a bucket of hot dogs and he just threw it at her face? <laughs> He just smacked her in the face with a single hot dog. <laughs> yeah, that seems appropriate. Um, but yeah, this starts a food fight. All the kids start grabbing food and throwing it at each other. And I am the type of person that's like, who's going to clean who's this gonna up? Who's going to clean that up? Yes. Who's going to clean it up? <laughs> I know. That was literally, like, at first I'm like, oh, my God, look how wholesome and great this is. You have a bunch of teenagers that are having a potluck. And hanging out, and you could tell that they're all extremely comfortable with each other. You know, like, they're all friends, and that's what I want for my kids in high school, you know, yeah. to have this group of friends. And and it's not, like, two or three of them. It's, like, 15 of them. Right. And then I'm like, oh, look at them not caring about looks and throwing food at each other. Then I'm like, oh, my God. Like, bees, seagulls. Have you ever gotten, like, <laughs> the wrong side of a hungry seagull on a beach? They're going to fuck you up. Like... The seagull's got to fuck you up. Because <laughs> they go, they all go to get in the beach, in the water to kind of wash off this food. It's what the sharks feed. Yeah. The sharks are like, oh. You guys are struggling. <laughs> they go out there. Um, listen, so this is, you know, they're in the water and then fireworks go off because it's the 4th of July. And this is where Eli and Auden kiss for the first time. And then Maggie sees Auden and Eli kissing. Mm-hmm. And she's like, woo, get it, girl. And like everybody turns to look and clap and listen. 
if that if I was audited and that had happened to me, I would immediately just go limp and sink into the ocean and never resurface. Let the currents take me away. Um, you know what I keep thinking is like, okay, so Auden wanted this big adventure, right? And she met this guy who was like, let's do mm-hmm. a quest, right? But so far, all they've done is like they trespassed a little. They rode a, a shopping cart around TJ Maxx and got chased by the security guard, which like fair. That's scary. Mm-hmm. I'm scared to piss off security guards because like I have a theory the security guards can like kill you with no repercussions. So I'm like terrified of them. But um, and then the third thing they do. And then the third thing they do is this food fight. And I keep thinking, like, this wild summer is actually pretty tame. Listen, Auden's wild summer is like a normal summer for us in middle school. The thing, too, is like, you know what? Her bar for wildness was so low, she couldn't just jump straight into, like, doing coke off a stripper's butt. You know? Like, she couldn't jump there. Like, she's... It's like baby steps, you know? You know what? She'll save that for college. She has time. <laughs> she has time. <laughs> she has time. Don't do drugs, kids. Drugs are lame. Don't do drugs. Especially off of people's asses. I know. That's That's salmonella and drugs. E. coli. Did I say salmonella? Like a a stripper's butt cheeks is like chicken breast? (laughs) (laughs) Whoops. Oopsie daisy. That, so that night, um, Eli and Auden, they spent the night in the back of Eli's truck. I don't think that anything risque happens other than, like, some cuddles. They might have got a little handsy, but, like, we don't know. They're pretty—I don't think so. They're pretty— We just see them waking up in the morning. Yeah, they're pretty wholesome. So the next morning, Auden goes to get Eli coffee, and she actually runs into her dad, who has a whole-ass fucking suitcase. And she's like, Daddy, hold up. Where are you going? You have a wife with a newborn baby. And he says, I got to get out of here. I was like, what the Yeah, fuck? he's like, he's like, listen, he's like, Heidi's crazy. That made, can I tell you that how mad that made me? That made me yes. so angry. You know, Auden is really in a very mature right now. And she's like, are you leaving, Dad? Are you leaving your family again? Because it got too hard. Yeah. And that's really what he's trying to do. He's really trying to bounce. And the thing is, the dad never does anything. Because the whole movie, we see the stepmom struggling with her baby. And the dad is nowhere to be seen. And you could tell the stepmom is having such a hard time with motherhood. And, like, dude, being a new mom is one of the hardest things that women have to go through. You know, like, it just takes such a toll on you. Yeah. Especially when you have to do it alone. Yeah. And even Auden had walks in on one of their, like, arguments once where Heidi is begging the, you know, Heidi is begging Auden's dad, like, listen, I'm asking for 20 minutes. Please let me take a shower and brush my hair and brush my teeth. And then you can go back to your office. And he's like, I have a deadline. And he's like, I'm so busy, babe. Yeah, he's like, I have a deadline. I yeah. Can't, I can't do it. I'm like, yo, yo. That makes me so irrationally angry. Dad is a red flag. The dad, first of all, the stepmom is way out of his freaking league because he is yeah. like a raggedy ass, like silver. I almost said silver fox, but like, what's the opposite of a silver fox? He's like a silver. He, no, he's a silver fox if the fox was like hit by a car. <gasps> He's a silver raccoon. He's a silver raccoon. Yeah. This is not a commentary to like his physical appearance. It's really like his vibes, you know? 
a silver fox takes care of his woman. And this dude is a silver raccoon. Yeah. Auden doesn't even go back and tell Eli, like, hey, listen, it's not me. It's not you. You know, like, something came up. I have to go home. I'll call you later. Like, she doesn't even be like, hey, I had to run home real quick. Nothing. She just leaves and goes she, home to check on goes, Heidi. She goes home and Eli is, like, waiting for his coffee all morning and it never shows up. I would be pissed, but. Yeah. Oh, same. And so, she, you know, she goes to Heidi and Heidi's crying, obviously. It's so sad. She's trying so hard to keep it together. Um, Auden does something like very sus, which I thought was going to blow up in her face, but she actually calls her mom. And I was just like, girl, what are you doing? You're calling your dad's ex-wife? Like, that just seemed like it was going to go terribly wrong. Uh, see, I I know why she did it. She was like, this is a situation. I'm unqualified to handle this. But then also she told her dad, like, you did this to mom and now you're going to do it to Heidi too. And so she knows that her mom has a point of reference yeah, and a way to sort of help Heidi. Yeah, dude. And her mom comes and basically counsels Heidi. And it's like one of the most wholesome things I've ever seen. It's like women sticking together. Yeah. And her mom's like, you know, this is a big thing that you did, you know, like you you stuck up for yourself and you stood up to him and you told him what you're willing to accept and what you're not willing to accept, you know? She's like, that's a big step. Imagine how scared the dad would be if he, like, turns the corner and he sees his ex-wife, like, consoling his wife. And because it's like, imagine these women have a shared experience of being married to him, you know? And Mm -hmm. they'd be like, he's on his bullshit again. Girl, don't I know it? You know, they're they're like sharing stories. Like, and he does. When he does go home, he sees his ex-wife hanging out with his new wife. Like, could you imagine the biggest revenge of all? I know. Is that your ex-wife steals your wife from you? Dude, seduces her. I saw this stand-up once from this comedian. I can't remember her name, but she was talking about how she's a lesbian and how easy it is for her to get women that have only Mm -hmm. dated men in the past. Because she's like, the bar is on the fucking floor. Like, it's so easy to woo a woman, you know, because men, like, treat women like shit. You just show them an ounce of, like, human kindness, and they're like, ah, <laughs> here are my panties. Just take it. Um, But anyways, so Eli comes to find Auden, and she's just, like, sitting outside of the house, you know, and he gets there, and he has a bike with him. Yeah, he's gifting her a bike, and he's not even angry at her for standing him up. Mm-hmm. Remember, she left him waiting and never, like... Because phones don't exist in this universe. So Uh she couldn't like text them like, hey, something came up. He shows up with a bike. Yeah. And he says like, oh, it's for the quest. We can ride bikes. And Auden gets so offended. Yeah. She's like, I can ride a bike. I told you I didn't need to. And he knows she's lying. And he's like, okay, well, if you can ride a bike, just show me. And then we can ride a bike together. And she's flips out even more. And she's like, no. She's like, I feel like, you know, you have all these boundaries and all of this, you know, mystery around you. And then every time I ask a question about you, you turn it around on me. Like, you know, you shut down the Abe conversation real fucking quick. And I have not brought it back up. 
And I shut down the bike conversation, but you've brought it up like three times already, you know, which she has a point. Right. She does. But at the same time, it's like they're not even officially in a relationship and their fights are toxic, dude. You know, Auden says something kind of hurtful to him because she basically tells him, like, you have all these big dreams and you're just getting older and not chasing them Mm -hmm. and you're just like staying in this small town fixing bikes and so he gets offended right he's like oh so you think i'm a loser you know you're just here for the summer hanging out with the town loser yeah and i'm like that's not what she said but that's not what she didn't say either like she kind of low-key said that well and then she said i can't be your do-over she's like i'm not abe i can't be your do-over That was kind of cruel of her. Like, she needs to stop throwing Abe around. Like, he he didn't share that with you. Stop bringing it up. Like, do you know how pissed I would be if a person kept bringing up my trauma when I never shared it with them? That would be a point of contention. Oh, for sure. But also, like, he can kind of tell that she has daddy issues. It revolves around riding a bike, and he keeps bringing it up, too, you know? So, like... I guess. I guess you're right. He's doing it also. I I guess, but I mean, just doesn't seem on par with like his friend tragically yeah. dying and like ruining his dreams of of being a pro BMX rider, which is like his dream, his goal. Yeah. Well, the fight doesn't last very long and they both walk away, like they're both upset, but they both walk away, you know, before anything truly damaging is said or done. Here's another thing I didn't like is the fact that Auden doesn't know how to ride a bike. And instead of opening up to Eli and telling him, I don't know how to ride a bike, she goes to her friend Maggie and Maggie teaches her how to ride a bike. And I'm just like, this is something she should have done with Eli, you know? Like, imagine how it would have been such a bonding moment for them. No, I don't think she should have done it with Eli. Really? Really, I honestly, like, she didn't know how to ride a bike. And I feel like if she would have went to Eli, that would have been sort of letting him off the hook for bringing it up so many times after she made it clear she didn't want to bring it up. That's the whole point, though. Like, she should have been vulnerable with him. Here's the thing. If she wants Maybe he should have been vulnerable with her. Well, if, like, somebody has to give in. And I think not knowing how to ride a bike is a smaller, like, trauma than losing your best friend tragically. Like, I'm really on this hill of, like she should have opened up to him before expecting him to open up to her. I agree that not that not knowing how to ride a bike is a smaller trauma than your best friend dying suddenly and tragically. However, she's done nothing but open up to him, and he's done nothing but not open up to her. You know what I mean? Like, she was very legitimate and right when she said, you know... Every time I ask about you, you turn it back around on me. And so... He gives her nothing. He gives her nothing. Yeah. That's true. Anyways. So something happens after this fight. After Auden learns to ride a Mm -hmm. bike with Maggie, Auden hears through the grapevine that Eli is making a comeback on the BMX... What is it called? Scene? BMX scene? Yeah, and so her friends call her like, Auden, you need to get here now. You will never believe this. Auden is, you know, like zipping and speeding through the city trying to get to the BMX place to see him compete. 
Yeah, so Eli is competing, you know, doing the BMX thing. Can we describe BMX for a minute? Because, like, it kind of blows my mind that people do this. It seems like one of the most dangerous sports. It's so, it's like this giant cement pit with curved walls, and people ride their bikes up the wall and, like, flip in the air. It's called a half pike. Okay, why? Why risk falling a dozen feet? onto cement like why isn't it foam like why does it have to be cement so why can't it be like hard foam am i crazy i feel like that would hurt too but less than cement (laughs) you know what i mean yeah probably less than cement i don't know why it has to be you know cement i just we'll figure out who made it and then you can ask them thank you i will do some googling so she goes and she watches eli do his Mm -hmm. Bike boy shit. Right. Oh, look at him. The bike. I hope he doesn't fall into the cement pit. I'm like, okay. I am. I hate. Yeah. I hate all of this. I hate it. I just hate so, it. So, yeah, she does that. <laughs> and then afterwards, you know, Eli's hanging out with some dudes. Auden is with her friends. And her friends keep saying, go over and talk to him. Go over and talk to him. Right. And she's like, well, he didn't even invite me here. Like, what if he does? He may not even want to talk to me. He didn't invite me. And they're like, Auden, he didn't invite any of us. There was no invite. Right. Like, you didn't miss the memo because there was no memo issued. So Auden goes over to speak to him, to speak to Eli. And he finally, for the first time, opens up. And it's kind of sad what he says. Yeah, he tells her about how, you know, Abe was his best friend and him and Abe did everything together and how they had these big plans for their future. And without Abe, it feels like wrong to continue with those plans because they were their plans. Right. And he just misses Abe so goddamn much. It was He actually tears up. And I almost feel like the real love story in this movie is like Abe and Eli, <laughs> you know, like. That's the real love story. Like, he kind of tears up and he talks about how, like, he couldn't do the things he loved anymore because they were the same things that Abe loved. Yeah. He opens up to her all at once, you know? And it's kind of trauma dumps, which is fine because she already knew about it. The next day, Eli shows up at Auden's house wearing a tux. Yeah. Looking fine as fuck. He's like, hey, do you want to hang out? And she's just like, well, uh, you know, once again... Auden asks no follow-up questions. She's just like, you're wearing a tux. Uh, that's cool. <laughs> just like, she doesn't ask. He's like, too bad you didn't bring that prom dress with you. And of course she did. Yeah. And she's like, okay, give me 10 minutes. First of all, she goes in and it looks like her hair is like curled. And like, how did you do that that fast? Yeah, because she lied. She said 10 minutes and it was like an hour later, probably. But she comes out yeah. wearing this yellow dress that kind of looks like Belle's dress from Beauty and the Beast. Kind of, yeah. But instead of being a gown, it like ends awkwardly mid-calf. Yeah, that's the one part I hate about it. But other than that, it's this cute, like, you know, super flowy yellow dress. And I think it's really pretty. Yeah. So, you know, she surprises Eli by riding her bike with him they ride bikes to the boardwalk and to the beach uh-huh Auden's friends are also there the the trio from the boutique they're yeah. there and they're also dressed up yeah they're in their prom dresses also 
and they're like, hey, Eli told us that you, you know, didn't have a prom, you know, and we heard our girl needed a prob. So here's some streamers. You don't get out of decorating. Let's fucking go. I like how it was it was a surprise for her, but she had to set it up. They they like decorate the beach. <laughs> they like decorate the beach with a ton of things that look like they could kill some sea turtles. Yeah, I'm like, again, who's going to clean that mess up? Who is cleaning this shit up? Like, behind the scenes, after every scene, there's, like, all these moms. Like, oh, God damn it. You know? <laughs> they had to bring their moms from home <laughs> to clean up everything. Mom! So, Auden and Eli and everybody else, you know, all of her friends, they have this cute little prom, you know, under the pier on the beach. And then it sort of like fades out and it goes forward into the future. And Auden and Maggie are roommates at the college that they both go to. Yeah, Auden is reading a postcard from Eli, who is in Barcelona, like living his dreams of being a BMX rider. I'm like, listen, if being a BMX rider gets you a life in Barcelona, like sign me up because I freaking love Barcelona. It's one of my favorite places. Barcelona is one of the most, is one of the um, Spanish cities I'm most excited to go to. Can we just say, like, what are the things, because this is where it ends, right? Where it's like, Mm -hmm. Auden had her summer where she supposedly came out of her shell and then Eli you know, got over his trauma and went on to do professional BMX riding. Mm-hmm. But can, like, what are things you wish Auden would have done during her, quote, wild summer? Because she literally did not do anything wild except trespass on an empty parking lot at A night. keg stand. A keg stand. Beer pong. Okay. Let's see. She could have mooned someone. Is that considered assault? She... I think so. I don't know. Maybe get like her cartilage pierced. She could have gone skinny dipping. Ooh, yeah, skinny dipping. She could have. I don't like read a smutty book. Right. She could have let Eli touch her boob. You know, these are all good suggestions. Listen, <laughs> I understand this movie is super like wholesome and cheesy. Yeah. But it just like tickles. Like, a part of me that's, like, that, no, wait a minute. Okay. Go back. Okay. Go back. Leaving Go that, back. leaving that in. <laughs> what, what part? It just, like, does it tickle? It just gives me butterflies. Okay. And, like, the warm tinglies. Okay, good save, good save. You know, Auden goes to college a virgin. There's still time for her to be a hoe. And you know what? You can get through a through college without being a hoe. It's fine. There's plenty of time in your 20s, too, girl. You could be a hoe whenever you want. You know? You know what? And if you really don't want to be a hoe in your younger days, you can just wait until your husband dies and then be a widow hoe. Girl, I'm going to be pop lock dropping it in my 80s because I already know my husband's going to die first because he literally doesn't drink water until he almost passes out and he never goes to the doctor. So I'm uh-huh. 10 out of 10 going to be a widow. My husband doesn't, um, he doesn't go to the doctor and he, um, he eats like an unsupervised teenage boy. Yeah. 
so yeah, like I'm. Oh my god, ten out of ten. When they, when our, when we're old ladies and our husbands are dead, do you want to move in together? Yeah, can Natalie come too? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, like, Natalie and I already have, like, widow cottage plans. I feel like we're, I'm third wheeling on your widow plans. I feel bad now. Oh, no, it's okay. We're going to have a big library. Okay. Um, And essentially what we're doing is we're going to do, like, two, con- like, we're going to do, like, a duplex. Mm-hmm. But instead of having a wall, we're going to have that one area open. So we have a giant kitchen slash dining room slash living room. Okay. And I could build my part of the duplex, duplex like, on the back side. And then that wall yeah. can open up. Okay. That wall will open up. Cool. Um, but we do want to get a Savannah cat. All right. His name is going to be Lucifer. Okay. Uh, hmm. <laughs> I should ask some follow-up questions before I agree to this. <laughs> You've already agreed to it. I'll let Natalie know. Oh, gosh. Um. All right, guys. The teapot is empty for today. Don't worry, more is brewing in on the way. We'll be back next week with a new episode. See you then. Bye.